Hi there, it's Shelby Alexander, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey Podcast, a place where we explore the spiritual nature of this human experience and how to live happy, free, and thrive together. Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm so happy to have you here. I hope you had a wonderful week, and I can't wait to share this week's guest with you. His name is Walter Kemp, and I want to tell you a little bit about the context for how he came into my world. So I last year started doing workouts with Obey Fitness, whom I'm realizing I'm shamelessly plugging in this moment, and this is not a paid advertisement. I just genuinely really love what they've created, Obey Fitness. It's an online virtual online studio for fitness. And they have a lot of live classes that I really enjoyed during COVID. That community feel and and feeling like you're not alone and you're in the class even though you're in your home. So anyway, I subscribed to Obey Fitness and was really loving it. And this guy, instructor named Walter kind of popped up on my radar. And not only were his workouts amazing, but I always left feeling super inspired, like so stoked to go start the day and live my life and just deeply positive. He really is offering so much more than a workout. It's a workout plus motivational speaker series. You leave as if you had just enjoyed a Tony Robbins speaking engagement while working out. It's pretty incredible. And I invited him on the show a couple months back, and here we are. He's finally here. And I'm so excited to have him here and to have you listen to this bright light share some serious wisdom and mic drop a lot of truth bombs that we all need to be reminded of. So without further ado, welcome to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of This Spiritual Journey podcast. I am your host, Shelby Alexander, and today I have a wonderful guest with us today. His name is Walter Kemp. He is so many things to so many people. He's a fitness instructor on Obey Fitness and has a ton of other things going on that I can't wait to hear about and share through this podcast and in the show notes later today. Walter, you've been a huge inspiration in my life. He's a low-key motivational speaker, and I'm so stoked to have you, my friend. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm definitely a low-key motivational speaker, not high-key, but low-key. <laughs> <laughs> low you know, I'll just let it come when it comes. Yeah, I feel me, like basically, I feel like I feel like low-key motivational speaker means you give a lot of motivation, you just don't get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Officially, yes. But I guess the payment is just honestly people receiving what I'm saying, and the payment is me helping other people. And I I get that a lot. Like Walter, you helped me through this. Um, I didn't want to get out of bed until I worked out with you, and this, this, and that. So that's more payment than money could ever give. You know. So much love. So much love, and it comes through. Like your authenticity has. It's so palpable, really. Mm -hmm. Like I've. I'm like, I'm a fitness person. I've got a 500 hour teacher trainer in yoga. Like I've been in that world a little bit and it is really rare to, to feel the energy that comes through in your session. So I'm so excited today to learn a little bit more about 
the inspiration that you've had in your life and the learnings and the dark nights of the soul that have led you to be this source of light for others. And first question for you Mm -hmm. is one that I usually start with. Uh, I forgot to tell you this in our little prep moment, which is totally cool. You're going to be great. Um, But what roles or hats do you wear in this human life? Like brother, son, what very human roles do you wear? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm a brother. I'm a son. I am a partner to my, my loving boyfriend. I am, um, I am a, a inspiration to, to, um, people in the wellness industry. Um, I am a creator. I am, and most importantly, I'm a child of God. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I love this question because it's just so nice to connect on the human level and understand mm-hmm. kind of like a baseball card profile, like where right. people are coming in at. And it's so beautiful. So thank you. Absolutely. How did you get into this world of, of fitness and motivation and inspiration? The fitness, the fitness professionally is brand new for me. Like I've been doing this for four years. I guess that's brand new. You know, um, four years ago, I hit like a really, really hard um, wall and I didn't know what to do in my career or what, where to go. I was doing musical theater for about eight years professionally and pretty successful at it. Um, and then I stopped and then I didn't know why I stopped. I just stopped. And then three years passed and I realized I had not performed. I had not done anything And it was time for me to figure out what was my next move. Um, Exercise for me was always very personal. So I never looked at that as a a source of income or a source of to connect with other people. It was my way of connecting with myself. It was my time away from everything and everyone. So I didn't think that was an option. Um, And my mom, she kind of just was like, "Mm, I think you should do fitness, you know, because um, I used to be 250 pounds and my fitness journey started years, maybe eight, nine years ago. And I lost over 100 pounds and my mom saw what I did and she wanted help. So I helped her. So she knew the skill set I had, but um, it was easy to help someone that I'm passionate about, you know, because I wanted to see her succeed. So to think that I can take that same mindset and help people that I don't know, I didn't know if that was possible. Um, but I went ahead and I tried it and honestly it's been success ever since and um and honestly the motivational piece that's just been who I am like I grew up in a a Baptist church my grandmother was always spiritual my mother was always always very upbeat like she would not allow me to be sad she was like yeah uh -uh, change change that energy change that attitude like I had one moment I called my mom and I was sad and I was depressed and she was like who is this mask man I'm talking to call me back when my son is back. And in that moment, I learned how to hit that switch and not feel pity for myself and realize that it was a decision I was making to be sad and depressed. I was like, now make the decision to be okay. Choose to be okay. Even when your reality isn't okay, you still have the option to be okay. So in that moment, I shook it off and I called her back and I'm like, mommy, it's me. I'm back. (laughs) Um, so like the inspirational piece really came from all of these different areas. It came from growing up in a church. It came from growing up with having a very optimistic, positive mother. Um, and you know, like, that's just, that's just me. And, and it also came from just 
going through things, going through things and realizing that I could get through them. You know what I'm saying? And the only way that I ever got through anything was through motivation. Like a lot of people think that it's cheesy and it's corny, but it, it works when you really, really try it. And it's like showering. You know what I'm saying? It You can't do it once in a while and expect to be clean. It's a day-to-day thing. You have to motivate yourself like second to second. It's, it's, it's not easy, but it's worth it, especially when you're consistent with it. I always say that spirituality spirituality is a muscle that must be worked as well. Everyone's so concerned about working this physical muscle, but we have to work a spiritual muscle by reading, by meditating, by praying, and most importantly, staying optimistic. You know, um, I don't know if I answered your question, but yeah. yeah, you did. I love it. I'm like, you are such a speaker. I'm like, keep going. I don't need to say a word. The rest of the <laughs> I, I, I literally have to stop myself. I'm like, okay, well, no. just stop. I yeah. love it. You're just Absolutely. receiving the downloads and sharing them. And they're so potent and powerful. And it's not ironic to me that this, you said preacher, right? Like right. this preacher archetype is in your lineage and it's clearly right. coming through. It's so beautiful. Wow. You have no idea. Like I have never met a preacher or any type of spiritual guru that was, that was, that wasn't clairvoyant and told me like, you're going to be a pastor. You're going to be a preacher. And like the thing about it is growing up in the Southern Baptist church and me knowing that I was gay, I was like, ain't no way in hell I'm going to be somebody's preacher. Like nobody's going to let me preach that congregation when they, you know what I'm saying? But then I discovered spirituality and I realized what preaching actually was. And it didn't have anything to do with being at a Baptist church. You can speak the word wherever you are. You know what I'm saying? Whoever you are, you know what I'm saying? If you have a word, speak it, you know? So I've been told that all my life and it honestly didn't make sense until the last four years. I was like, oh, now this is the time. And not so much because I have the word, but mostly because people are listening now. Yeah, you found your right congregation. Absolutely. There it is. Modern day, like it doesn't need to be in a church, right? Like Mm -hmm. this is kind of the new agey spirituality stuff where it's like, just live your life and be high vibe wherever that takes you, which I think you're doing, you're such a beautiful role model of that. Like preaching in an obey fitness, like, like fluorescent capsule with like cute outfits on and like the whole thing, you know, it's beautiful. I did not think it was going to go there. When I first started, I I did not think it was going to go there, but honestly, it's something about moving your body that just opens these channels. And it's like, at first it was very scripted in my head, like, hi, I'm Walter. I'm teaching this. I'm here to help you through this. But then once I started moving and I felt myself getting tired and exhausted, I'm like, okay, now you got to motivate yourself. Now I'm talking to myself. Now I'm talking to the people and it's us. And now we're all in it together. And then all of a sudden these things are coming out of me, things that I needed to hear, things that maybe someone else needed to hear but that's the joy about what I do I'm not just sitting down telling people what to do I'm literally involved like this is something that we are doing together this is our journey this is not no fake inspiration that I wrote up last night and honestly that my talking points I never know what I'm going to say ever <laughs> ever ever I know my workout and I know that and as long as I have that and then once I start going it's just like sometimes somebody someone will write me and they're like hey Walter when you said this that really hit me and I'm like oh shit I said that 
Oh, wow. That was that was actually for me. Thank you for, for bringing that word back to me because I needed that more than anything. And I didn't receive it as it was coming through me. But it's just like that circle. You know what I'm saying? Everything that goes around comes back around. So it's like what I put out came right back to me. So what I do for you, I do for myself. What I do for myself, I do for you. And that's the joy about what I'm doing. We're in this together, like literally in this together. So beautiful. It's like your practice is your product, you know? Absolutely. Like, and I love, I love that you were talking about the positive self-talk and the impact on you that mm-hmm. that's had. I'm so curious what your personal practice is, because what I'm hearing is a story about a man who's gone through some hard shit mm-hmm. and has deepened his self-love and deepened mm-hmm. his commitment to his practices. And it's not ironic that the channel is getting clearer and God's coming through more, mm-hmm. God's source, divine, high self, whatever we want to say. Mm-hmm. And you're even more of service. So I'm curious, like, where did you, where did your practice start and what does it look like today? Okay. So my practice really, like I said, I've always been pretty much optimistic, but like when I started to really exercise my spiritual muscle and really dig in, um, I met my spiritual advisor who I call my godmother. Her name is Mama Shah. Um, She's this amazing lady. I met, she lived like three blocks away from where I used to live. I met her walking my dog and um, she just is, I I can't even explain it. Like she just saw something in me. Like there was this connection between her and I that was like, you're going to do great things. You know what I mean? You better do this. And like, she just was really hard on me. And the funny thing is before I moved to New York, I said this prayer. I was like, God, please. I just want to meet someone much older than me. That's going to tell me everything before I get to where I'm going. Someone that's going to say, Hey, don't do that. I try that. Hey, don't do this. Try this. You know? And she had been that guy for me. She was like, Oh no, that emotion comes from this. People are going to walk in and out of your life. Trust yourself you know what I mean lean not onto your own understanding always pay attention put yourself first know who you are know who you are you know what I'm saying she say one this one thing she says that's hilarious she was like you keep planting shit balls and you're gonna get a shit tree you know what I'm saying stop planting shit balls and expecting an apple tree so that just means like when you plant a seed like the seed of spirituality of growth you gotta plant it with like faith with love you can't go into this thing half ass and having doubt because you don't get a half-assed tree and you're going to get a doubtful tree. You know what I'm saying? So it's about honestly the faith. But at any rate, when I met her, she kind of started to push me to pay attention to life more, pay attention to the dots that were being connected in my life, pay attention to like my spirit and my energy. And after that, like I started to just tap in. I started to meditate more. I started to read more. Um, I started to pray more. I, I, I started to trust more, like the same way I trust what's coming out of my mouth right now. That takes a lot of strength to believe that what you're saying is real, but it's real because it's coming from a most authentic place, with it, which is your spirit. Um, but I was waking up, I was meditating. I started doing like these gratitude lists every morning. Like I wrote 10 things that I'm grateful for. And then at the end of the day, I would just go through like this scan of like my entire day. And I would like go from the top to the bottom. I'm like, okay, wow. Okay. Taking it all in just like good and bad, just like honestly taking it in. And then another thing that I started to do that really, really pushed the envelope forward was I was doing these manifestations meditations where I will 
visually see exactly what I want. I will start my day. I will wake up. I'll close my eyes and I know, okay, this morning I got to be to the gym. Then I hit work. Then I'm then I'm talking to Shelby. Then I have this and I have that. And I go through that entire day in my mind, the way I want it to go. The responses that I want, the person I want it to be. I, I see myself walking into work upbeat. I see myself being, having an enlightened moment with you. I see myself at the end of the day resting in my bed and saying to myself well done like I visualize my entire day in the morning and sometimes it goes exactly the way I visualize it, and sometimes it doesn't but it was me mentally setting myself up for success me mentally setting myself up for enlightenment you know what I'm saying a lot of people they get out of bed and they expect the worst it's like oh this is going to be a awful day and the thing about it is when you expect that nine times out of ten is going to be that but when you expect the good nine times out of ten is going to be that you still got that one percent but what i'm saying is are you leaning on the power of good are you leaning on the power of bad so my manifestation my manifestation meditations were so fucking tight like it was so strong like if i can say one thing that's really gotten me to this place it's that even when i was 250 pounds i used to run on the treadmill and visualize the person I wanted to be, visualize the body I wanted. I was just this chubby little kid coming from Miami, moving to New York to do theater. And I saw Walter Kemp, the man in my head. I saw the body I was supposed to have. I saw the energy I was supposed to carry. I was not even listening to music. I was running and visualizing, running and seeing it, running and actually getting there. And I thought of that as just me moving towards where I was going. Now, those are the things that really helped me get to where I was going. It really was a lot of manifestation, a lot of meditation, a lot of vision boards, a lot of praying. Right now, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm so busy with work. Like, uh, like, I have to, like, really schedule a meditation for myself. Like, I really have to put it in my phone. Like, okay, girl, you're going you're gonna to go meditate at this time. You're going to actually get this done. You know what I'm saying? But um, I can do a lot better. But I will say that at this point, um, I'm really leaning on the people around me. I've so I've made my tribe so amazing. The people around me, I love them so much and they love me so much too. Whenever I'm fearful, whenever I'm doubtful and I can't find the motivation or strength within myself, I got my mom, I got my partner, I got my best friend, I got my spiritual advisor. I got, you got to just make sure your tribe is on point because sometimes you're not going to find it within yourself. And honestly, this chapter of my life, I haven't, it's not that it's not within me. I just haven't been searching within me because I've been so consumed with everything else that's going on, the the life, work, stuff like that. But I got my people that's like, you got this. You're doing good. You're doing great. Oh, don't forget. Look how many people you're inspiring. It's like they remind me. And that has been my new practice, just leaning on those people that said that I could lean on them. You know what I'm saying? And that's a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Trusting mm -hmm. people, trusting people is a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah. So honestly, in the beginning, it was really about meditation. It was really about sitting with myself and, and making sure that you have people around you that can guide you. Like I'm always around myself around older people. Like, I, like if I can't learn anything from you, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not going to say what's the point because in some, in some cases I'm the teacher, but when it comes to my spirituality, like, I like to be around women mm. specifically. Mm -hmm.
Beautiful. I'm like, my, I feel like 10 times bigger than when we started this call. I'm just like, yes. your energy is so contagious and I love it. And actually, you, yeah, you did. You totally got me. Um, and your story is so inspiring. And I think we all need a mama Shaw. I'm with you. Like, oh my yes. God. Wow. Yes. That yes. Amazing. She one truly thing, is. One thing that I was noticing and that I see a lot of times in clients and friends and family and people is you're talking about running on the treadmill, right? You're talking about doing the thing and just seeing this future version of yourself. And mm -hmm. so often a lot of the people that I work with, and even at times myself included in the past, I've thought of the, the future person that I want to be, but from a place of lack, from a place of, oh, but she's not here yet, or from a place mm -hmm. of, uh, but it's, and I notice in your story, you didn't do that. It seems like it's really from a place of, I want that because I know I can. I want that because I know it's possible. And because it's possible, why the fuck not? Like that's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. How do you think that that's just a product of having clearly a like destined, amazing old soul mother who learned mm -hmm. about positivity mm -hmm. and that's just something you chose to come into this portal and have in your life and learned early on? Or were there times when you were like, I don't like myself now. And that's why I'm reaching for this other place. You know? No, no, I never not liked myself. Like I knew I had some shit to do. I knew I had some stuff to work on, but it never felt like, oh, I don't like myself. I, I know throughout the journey, I learned to love myself a lot more. But um, I will say that I've always had a clear understanding of what faith was. Mm -hmm. Faith was knowing without knowing. It was truly knowing, not halfway okay, knowing. knowing. Yeah, like, uh, like the thing about faith is it works if you fully believe. Some people say just the faith of a mustard seed, and I believe that. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to cases like this where you're seeing your future self, you have to know that that is for you. You, you, God would never give you a vision if he didn't think that you can accomplish it. Like it was put inside of you. Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't give you this vision just to see it. That's television. Yes. That's television. That's not, that's not the vision. You know what I'm saying? The vision is given to us as individuals because it's something we can accomplish. And it is us that keeps us away from it. It is the worldly things that keeps us away from it. I feel like the thing that is within me is more real than the things that I see. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I just knew. It wasn't like, oh my God, I hope I get there. It was like, oh, I'm gonna get there. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, cool. I'm not there today, but I will get there. And I know I will. And I just stayed consistent and I kept going. I just had faith. I think you just have to have faith. You have to know. You can't guess. You can't assume. You just have to honestly know. You gotta know. And I think that's just from the understanding of knowing that like, what is for you is for you. God did not give me the vision to have this podcast. He gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? So you're doing it. You're the one connecting with people. You're the one changing lives in this way. You know what I'm saying? So why, why are you doubtful? Why would we be doubtful of any of those things? And why would you not believe that there is a higher version of yourself? We, no matter where you are, there's always more. If you got breath in your body, there's more. Mm, beautiful. Our dreams are dreaming us back. Our dreams are on purpose.
Yeah. Oh, where's my pen and paper? Take that to your studio, Walter. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. that out of the way. You our will be hearing that. It in our hearts on purpose, baby. I love it. I support yeah. that. Absolutely. So what about the person who's listening, who's like, okay, this dude's clearly figured something out. He's on fire. Love it. But like, bro, I'm just not... I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm in a dark night of the soul. Like, are you human? Have you ever been in a dark night of the soul where you were like, I don't know if this is going to work out? Yeah, I have. I, I have. I've been through like some awful breakups. I've been through not having a job. I've been through, you know, not understanding my career path. I've been through, you know, a lot of dark moments in my life, but um, when I have those moments, I literally just get quiet and I listen, you know, I try to listen and um, I don't know. I just really just push through it to get to it. Like life is full of ups and downs. That's 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 inevitable. But you just have to remain hopeful, remain positive. Like it's totally. it's a it's a fight. Like I actually had a client who I was talking to. So. When I do personal training, we we train, we warm up and we do our, our session, whatever program I build for you. And then I do like two minutes, just two minutes of like a mindful meditation. Right. And I do this so that we can take a moment to acknowledge the work we've done for the day and also to put the cap on it. You know what I'm saying? Like we carry so much of what happened yesterday into today. No, close it, close it. We're done. Let's move on. You know what I'm saying? Um, trauma lives in uh, your say, don't look left, don't look right, look within the head and look around, you know, be present, be in the moment. Um, but I at any rate, I had a client today and I was like, you gotta fight. You have to fight those negative energies. You have to fight those negative thoughts the same way a book if a bully come up to you and push you or say you're this this and that you turn around into that bully and you say no stop pushing me i'm not that i'm actually that it's the same thing with spirituality it's the same thing with negative thoughts those negative thoughts are those are bullies those are spiritual bullies you have to fight back you have to fight this like it's a boxing match like hell no i'm not weak no no i'm not ugly i'm beautiful yes i will get that job yes i will wake up tomorrow and be in a better place like you just have to combat them as they come like you got to put your spiritual boxing gloves on and you got to knock that shit down like that's like that's what it is like we give into emotion we give in it's like we sit in these sad moments and we sit in this dark place and notice i'm saying you're sitting in it Get up, stand up, move, proceed, proceed, fight back. Just don't let it win. It's not like it's going to happen. You're going to have fear. You're going to have doubt. But how are you going to handle it? Are you going to let, let it win? Or are you going to let positivity and joy win? These, both, these are two energies that have the same amount of power. It's just which one are you going to lean on? Are you leaning on good? Are you leaning on bad? And for me, I'm going to lean on good. Mm, good. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. This it's what I'm saying. Lean into the good. Exactly. It's like, why are we making decisions to, to be sad? You know that that is a choice. Totally. Follow. But some people like that. Yeah. True. It's funny though. I love what you're bringing up about the fight because I think sometimes there's this misconception in the spiritual realm that I only want to follow what feels good, which means I will never feel bad. And life is just ice cream and cupcakes and it's right. only high vibes and good for me. 
And I was talking to a friend the other day who is like a deep spiritual guide and shamanic healer and um, Indian and like knows a ton about um, Hinduism. And she was saying, it's really interesting the difference between the East and the West in regards to the concept of bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like in most modern day Christianity, we've got heaven and we've got hell. It's very Mm -hmm. like, there's this and there's that very linear in terms of sides. And in Hinduism, they see divinity as having three aspects. You have destruction, you have preservation, and you have rebirth. And Mm. I think a lot of times when destruction is here, we see that as the devil, not as divine to be just kind of bold blanket statement. Right. So when that fight is coming up, it's like, yeah, fuck, that's the destruction mm-hmm. that's coming to test mm-hmm. your inner fire and make mm-hmm. it fall into the diamond that you have to fucking stick through in uh, order for the rebirth. Like if you want a new kitchen, you want to remodel your kitchen, you come in with a hammer and do whatever, I don't know, exactly. what you're to, do <laughs> yeah, to whatever. take it out, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I love that. I love that concept. That's yeah, absolutely. Like these negative things come to our life, not to get us down, but to show us how strong you are. You know what I mean? It shows you your strength. It's easy when it's easy. Of course, of course, you're having a great day. Everything's going well. It's going to be easy. But your true strength derives when it's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know that you really, really have strength and you have power. You got to fight back. Just don't let it win. Yeah, like this stuff. Like, I mean, the hardest things that I've been through has made me the person I am today. Like, if I wasn't unemployed for those three years, I wouldn't have thought, what can I do? I wouldn't have had that conversation with my mom. What do you think? You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have taken the first step into fitness and wellness. And like, I had to have that hard period to get here. Like I would have never arrived here with millions of dollars in my account. I would have never arrived here with a mom and dad that paid for everything for me. I would have never arrived here with a a spiritual guide my whole life. I had to be lost in order to be found. Yeah. Amen to that. Beautiful. It's so yeah. true. I, I deeply believe that source always has our back and there's always something that's the best that's yet to come that these Absolutely. moments are, are building us for. And, oh, I have a couple more questions for you as we're rounding out my, yes. my curiosity is going to, what are you learning now? You know, you've learned so much. You've got this deep spiritual practice You've manifested such a beautiful life that you clearly are enjoying and receiving. What are you learning now? Right now, I am learning most to listen. (laughs) (laughs) I am learning. You and me both, my friend. You and me. Like, I'm like, I didn't even say that. Like, where are you getting this from? I'm like, I guess it's my trauma. Um, I am learning two things. I'm learning right now to really listen, to just pay attention. You learn a lot more where you listen. And I'm also learning to be present to be present like a lot of times when i'm suffering in my mind i'm thinking about some shit that happened last week like i can't believe that motherfucker did this or something like that you know what i mean like or i'm thinking about something that happened to me in my past and um the other day i just kept hearing this in my head i kept hearing trauma lives in your mind not your reality 
trauma lives in your mind, not in your reality. So I was like, okay, what does this mean? You're, right now you're sitting in your head, you're sitting in your trauma, open your eyes, look around. Okay, you have a bed. That's something to be grateful for. You just ate dinner. That's something that's happening right now that you should be grateful for. You have a loving family should be grateful you have a loving partner these are the things that's happening right now right now i need you to step outside of your head and step into your reality and in your reality it ain't that bad it ain't that bad so like the biggest lesson that's been hitting me right now is just be present and the more present i am i'm like oh my god life is kind of nice and this is just simply walking down the street you know what i mean not just on payday but like you know, walking down the street, seeing the trees, seeing the birds, like, you know, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. Life is beautiful if you just open your eyes and look around, like get out of your head and be present. Like this conversation I'm having, God is so good. I'm so happy to be having this conversation. It's setting me up for the rest of my day and honestly setting me up for life as well. These are nuggets and things I would carry with me forever. The biggest lesson I'm really, really getting right now is just to get out of my head and then be present. Mm. I love that. I just heard something yesterday that was like, whenever you're thinking, you're not feeling. Our awareness can only go to one at a time. Whenever mm. you're thinking, you're not feeling. Whenever you're feeling, you're not thinking. And that resonates so much with me. And yeah, when we're feeling our gratitude, mm. we're living the dream of our past self. Mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. chills. It's like so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. So beautiful. So what is, what are you creating right now? What do people need to know about you in terms of your current offerings? If they're like me and totally loving this conversation, want more of you, what's coming up? Well, um, I just launched my website, www.walterkemp.com. It's nothing really on there right now, but my bio, um, some merch, some shirts that I sell with my my logo on it. And then there's um, a a contact section where people have been DMing me, I mean, writing me questions, asking me about questions about spirituality, connecting with me there. And that's been a lot of fun because I'm able to do some work through that. Um, but in the beginning of this year, um, I had this conversation with my partner and he asked me what was it that I wanted to create this year and I was like this year I want to create a spiritual experience through movement that's what I want to create a spiritual experience through movement I just had this vision of like people exercising but it looked like church almost like they were almost like getting chills and feeling good but not only because of the movement because of what we're talking about and because you're surrounded by this energy where people all want the same thing we're all just trying to better each ourselves and that's the energy that we're connecting with um so I decided to take the first step and host my 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 in-person classes so in March starting March 9th Every Wednesday at 7 p.m., I will be teaching an in-person workout class, lower body focus, accompanied by a live djembe drum. There's something about that live drum that does something to people. I've been doing this for about three years now, um, hosting pop-up classes, like maybe once every three months. But now I'm going to do this on a consistent basis because I want people to be able to 
to reach me. You know what I'm saying? Like I love being um, virtual. I love that. But there's something about this in-person connection that I can only get in person. Um, so all of March on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., I'm going to be at Happy Spaces in Soho, New York, teaching my pop-up classes, teaching my nice method, accompanied by a live, live djembe drum. And I'm doing this so that we can get that spiritual connection through movement. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And if it does well, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing yeah. it. Tour. Go on tour, baby. I, I love Yes. I love this. And how, oh my God, I'm like seeing musical theater <laughs> background. You're going on tour. We've got the drums. We've got the movement. It's exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. It's about, wow. I'm trying to bring all of me to what I'm doing right now. All right. I don't want to cheat myself. Like if I'm a motivational speaker, if I'm a, a fitness guru, if I'm a dancer, if I'm an actor, it's all coming in in those classes on Wednesdays. Mm. It's so needed, my friend. Well, I'm here, boo. Thank you for checking your path. It's so obvious to me that you are an old soul in this life. You chose exactly the route you needed to have yeah. such a beautiful reality. Gay man, person of color, coming yes. in with the musical theater, like yes. upbringing, weight, the dark nights of the souls, all the things that you've lived and overcome and the learnings that you've gathered from them. I just, I have so much gratitude for the journey you've trekked. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Like I, again, like when I was running on that treadmill, oh, I'm getting emotional. Gee whiz. Um, okay. So when I was running on that treadmill and I saw that, that, that man, this man that you're looking at, that we're, that you're talking to right now, I saw him and that's what I was running towards. And that vision now is that the masses of people having a spiritual experience like now that's the new vision and i have to tell myself that the same thing that i just was saying like god would not give you this vision without the tools to execute it you you'll get there walter even if wednesday you show up and it's just you and a drummer you will get there you keep going you keep your eye on the vision and it's just like, I didn't even realize until this session that that was my new vision. Like I knew that's what I was doing, but I didn't realize that it was the vision. Like there's a very specific vision that I have and we all have it. And you only, you only would get there by sitting with yourself. Everything ends and begins with you. So after sitting with myself, I was like, that's it. That's it. And that's what I want to create. Mm. And you're already doing it. Your highest self is like already there and it's sitting in your escrow. It's so beautiful. Big love to you, friend. Thank you so much for joining us. I will have all of your information in the show notes. And if you want more from Walter, you'll be able to find every way that you can connect with him. Big, big love always. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode as much as I did recording it. Walter is such a bright light, so motivational and inspiring, and hearing his story really, really lit a light in my heart, and I hope it did in yours as well. Thank you always for tuning in to this podcast series. It means the world to know that these messages are are making their way to the people that need to hear them most. And if you're ever interested in sharing a topic or a person that you'd like to have on the show, please DM me on my Instagram. I would love, love, love to source content ideas and topics from this community. 
And with that, I will see you next Friday. Big, big love always.